Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You guys are still playing with four. It's not like you're having a bad time. Like... No, we're having a great time. Yeah, do you see that? Yeah, that thing I just sent through the fucking Arissa teleport cheese. That looks fucking great. That's that's hot. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, that absolutely great, dude. We need to try that because, like, I think Arissa is going to be one of my like uh like main tanks. I think I'm going to pick. I think I'm probably going to go Arissa. Um, and I was thinking Wrecking Ball, but I don't think so. I think I'll go Arissa and someone else. I'm not really sure who yet. Yeah, yeah. balls. Was a lot of damage. Who? Uh, Hammy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just um. Well, that that's his role is to basically just go in there, disrupt, uh, kill someone, get a pick, and then just sort of bail with his adaptive shields. Just sort of leave. Yeah. He's not really a just stay a disruptor. There and shoot sort of front line like Arissa and Reinhardt are. Um. Yeah. Look how lovely this cup is. Is that a lovely cup? What is that? Is that like kind of metal? It's tiny. Oh no, it's um, it's just like clay, you know. Um, you know, I went to find some flat white cups, <clears throat> some flatty cups. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You do love a flat white. I love a flat That's white. The, to be fair, coffee of choice. To be honest, it is I a mean. Good one. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it's the natural evolution of a coffee drinker, to be honest with you. Like you yeah, go from, from you know like lattes. big sugary lattes, yeah, like cappuccinos or even mochas, and you go down and down and down. Yeah. <laughs> until you can actually taste the coffee. Yeah, I'm still not at the point where I'm just I I just don't really enjoy like uh, an espresso, you know, just like a black espresso. I, I just not yeah. really there yet. Um yeah, it's just a little bit too bitter for me. Um, and if I did, I'd add like a little bit of sugar. Yeah, just, just a smidge. Um, to be fair, that's something I've been experimenting with. Um, and it, it just depends on, on how the shot's done. Like a good shot shouldn't be shouldn't be bitter, really. Yeah. Um, it still tastes like strong coffee. But, you know, it depends on the roast. As it turns out, I don't like light roasts very much because they're really, they tend to be more acidic and like sour. Okay. I, I don't like that. But, but I couldn't have told you that until about three weeks ago. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <sighs> All fun um, stuff. Also, did you watch that uh, Kiriko short? The animation. I did. Yeah, it got me in the mood for watching a load of Overwatch animated yeah, shorts, so actually. Good. The Soldier one is really <laughs> they are. good. Um, I remember oh, the Soldier one. the McCree one. Uh, the McCree one's good, too. Um, but, yeah. I, and yeah oh, Ash. Could, McCree and Ash. Uh, the the Genji Hanzo one as well, like just fucking fire that one. A classic. That one's absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the, the the Kiriko one was great. So cute. So and she's so badass as well. And I, I I love the music they use with her as well. It's like proper like yeah, sort of like kind of hip hop like drum and bass, and it's just it's like, it just yeah, like so J pop well. yeah yeah. Um, 
yeah it's awesome it's really cool yeah those um animations that they do are just so high quality it's yeah, like really up there with some of the highest in the industry and you know and it's not a hyper realistic animation <laughs> it's like you know it's like a pixar animation yeah um this is cool yeah no it's really good man it just made me just love kiriko even more which i didn't think was possible yeah she's a goodie she's a goodie um but yeah cool all right we get a jingle in and start the show i mean i'm not on like crazy Let's... tight time frames but i mean nice Ooh. obviously not just blow through the whole sunday so no, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I'm going to start jingling now then. All righty. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to uh, the Quick Resume Podcast. This is episode 72. It's lovely to see you again. I hope you have, you've had a great week. I hope you're having a good Sunday. You're, you're, you're really taking smelling the roses. What's the expression? Smelling the... Taking daisies. in the roses. Take daisies, smelling the daisies. Yeah. Picking the... Finding... So, my name's Deck, and um, Tim... That's Tim over there. Hello. <laughs> Tim, Tim, that's Tim. Yeah, hello. <laughs> and, uh, and, and yes, we're, we're coming at you with um, this week's um, kind of batch of Xbox news and what we've been up to. Um, I... It's been, it's been a fairly quiet week. I'm going to keep it real with you. There's been, like... A couple bits and bobs about the Activision Blizzard deal, and, yeah. and I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm so um, like half. We're talking about this fucking deal. Is like, it good? Is well, it bad? Xbox it bad. it. PlayStation <laughs> don't. It's just like, come on. Yeah, that's can it. We move past. That's this? it. I know. I know. And it's, it's so annoying because it's not going to stop. That's the thing. Um, like there has been some stories. Like because when I'm making the notes in the week, I'm like really making a decision whether I can be bothered to speak about this. It's like. Am I is this going to be an entertaining watch? Does anybody actually want to listen to this for the fifth time yeah. like this week? Um, and half the stuff I've just omitted. So I've left in some stuff there. I've left out other stuff. Um, you know, the, the, the main thing being that Brazil approved the deal. You know, they're the second country. Saudi Arabia were the first. Brazil um, were proper on board then, like really early, weren't they? Was it Brazil? Or um, just like, yeah, we're cool with it. Like really early on. I can't remember. It it was the Brazil government that decided that they were going to make the whole thing transparent. So they asked for other publishers to oh, yeah. make statements. And so we, we got a lot of insight because of them. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll skim over the top of that, but I, I'm sure all our listeners are feeling this like equally as fatigued talking about this fucking deal. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably more entertaining just to hear our thoughts and views on uh, Overwatch and stuff like that, to be honest. Yeah, wow, and what a great what a great segue that is. So, <clears throat> unless you've been living under a rock, you probably you've probably been well aware that Overwatch Two has come out this week, um, and this is going to be Tim and Dex Overwatch Two segment. Uh, so I'm sorry if you have no interest in Overwatch Two, um, there'll be a timestamp for you. If you're here live, then maybe hibernate <laughs> um, very quickly. Um, but you know, if you know us, um, then you know that we like hero shooters. Um, we like um, competitive first-person shoot, team shooters, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We always liked Overwatch One. We put a good amount of time in it, didn't we? Like, yeah, we did. Yeah, 20, was that like our between like, twenty and thirty days? Is that like our first like hero shooter? Hero shooter. I'm just trying uh, to think, think of so. another like team-based hero shooter like that we that, that got us into it, and the fact that we like because we, we we were obviously never PC boys. We never did like Team Fortress or anything like that. Um, 
I think Overwatch might have been literally our first sort of PvP sort of team-based battle arena sort of thing. But yeah, here I shoot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think it came out before Siege, didn't it? I want to say yes. I think Overwatch was like 2016, wasn't it? First Overwatch. Mm. Uh, maybe did Battleborn come out first? <laughs> oh, yo, Battleborn. That was hype for the month it was live. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, it, it, again, if you've been following the news, you know that Overwatch 2 has had a bit of a disastrous first few days. Um, they got double, triple DDoS in the first 24 hours, and since then it's been quite painful. I would say it's been like two, maybe two and a half days of very, very painful Yes. Um, yeah. operating like as in like getting into 40,000 player queues waiting for an hour and a half to get down to zero and then it resetting back to like 5,000 or something you know yeah. just silly shit like that yeah. uh, and that has slowly eased up but then there's been other issues as well like um, like people are accounts people's accounts aren't merging uh, between Overwatch 1 and Overwatch 2 not getting the stuff that they bought in the watch point pack which is you know the the pre-order edition you know whatever pre premium yeah, bundle yeah. uh achievements on xbox crash the game yeah. so new players are going to be getting achievements every game and it's going to be and it boots you back and then <laughs> to the back of forty thousand player queue yeah, oh my god that, that shit's rough man yeah especially for new players you said because i think there's like a hundred and like 60 <laughs> achievements or something in overwatch so mm. you're gonna be getting some chivos like we're getting achievements pretty regularly and we played a lot of overwatch one so like i hate to think the amount of achievements a new player is getting that's rough yeah it's really rough yeah so you know there has been a lot of uh, been a myriad of issues for, for the last few days but it's it's eased up and you know all in all considering the amount of fuckery that went on i i think it they managed to do it in a fairly good time like it's 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 fixed now like there's no lingering yeah uh like queuing issues that's totally cleared up there are are still some things like the achievements are still crashing games people, some people here and there are having some account merging issues um i'm not but no, so no. it's okay overall like because sometimes these things can last weeks um so those were a, a, a couple of painful days but we're past that now so um really we, we i suppose we just want to kind of have a bit of a i guess it's a review it's a quick quick review quick resume reviews right yeah, yeah overwatch definitely. 2 <laughs> uh, yeah. sort of a review discussion early early impressions etc etc mm. um so tim why don't you kick us off tell us um sort of what your initial thoughts are of overwatch 2 and you know history with overwatch yeah. 1 and you know is this doing it for you not doing it for you what you and it, bear in mind the controversy here as well um of it being overwatch 1.5 the free to play yeah. model what are your kind of thoughts on all of that at the moment um so yeah obviously our experience with overwatch one um we played it a lot we, we said this in in previous episodes we've uh i think we've probably sunk close to about i mean it's just ballpark it probably like 20 to 30 days i think i'm around like the mid 20s days played so we, we we played it a lot put put a lot of time into it and we enjoyed it um big fan um and i'm very much in the camp of overwatch 2 being the uh if it ain't broke you know don't fix it sort of thing it's just more of the same and it's great um they've done enough changes for it to feel fresh um and you know it's still unique in in its own genre anyway i think and it, and it just 
I think it's kind of the peak of that genre. Like, I, I really do think there's just some kind of... There's just some magic that just Overwatch does, which other people don't capture. I, I, I don't know if it's just the the roster of characters just being so unique and all of them being sort of viable in their own situations and the, the rock, paper, scissors aspect or just like the real... It, it, and I've got to say, it's very refreshing to have... Coming from Halo and the disappointment of Halo, it's very refreshing to have a lot of maps and a lot of variety. Like I'm, I'm still playing maps that I, I'm still seeing new maps when I queue into Overwatch Two at the moment. I'm like, I haven't played this one yet. Um, I don't actually know how many they added. Uh, do, do, do you know how many are actually like new, unique maps? I don't. I, th- I think I, I want to say there's there's like two, maybe three, because I think okay. they're all push maps. Like pu- um, push hasn't been put onto old maps, obviously, because they're, they're tailored maps. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I want to say two. There's two push maps, maybe three, if I'm remembering wrong. And they didn't make any any new ones for like payload or capture points, did they? It's just it's just the set the roster from Overwatch One. I don't know because there, there are definitely there's a there's a bunch of maps that are not in Overwatch Two that were an Overwatch one when we played back in the day. And I don't know if they've been reworked or if they just, they're just not in the current pool. Um, Cause I would say I've played all of them now. Yeah. Yeah. And and like they are there. Cause there are times when we were playing the other day and we went to, um, you know, we were queuing like deathmatch while we were having some of those longer queues. Yeah. um, Which is really cool. And we went on some of those maps. Right. Yeah. And those aren't in the current pool, but they, they're probably, you know, scattered around the arcade. So there's loads, there's obviously a big, a deep pool of maps. To use yeah. yeah i don't think i think there's like kind of a, a modest handful in the current yeah. matchmaking pool yeah and i guess maybe we're spe- it, this is like different for us because we kind of dropped off overwatch for like it's sort of later i don't know half i guess of its life cycle like we missed a lot of characters we missed a lot of maps that might have come in so like some of these people might be a bit more fatigued on um than we are in terms of these maps but these maps feel new to us because we didn't play them in overwatch one um, so I just feel like there's a really large variety of that, um, and uh, and yeah, the roster's great. So many characters I've played that I'm trying. Uh, the new characters are all very well designed. I think I think that Kiriko is probably my absolute new favorite across the entire roster, just in terms of her kit, her viability, and just her character design and stuff like that. I just think she's just top notch. Um, and uh, so Sojourn is fantastic. Um, who else? What was the other one? Who's well, the, the other new hero? Yeah, who was the other new hero? Tank, wasn't it? Oh, Junker Queen. Um, and yeah. Junker Queen is fantastic as well. She looks she she's really cool, um, and she looks pretty viable and awesome. Um, so my impressions so far, apart from the server issues, I think people need to just ease up on them. You know, they were maliciously attacked here. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think people need to give them a little bit of a break. And to their credit, they actually got their shit sorted by, like, Friday evening. <coughs> kind of an important time scale to hit to make sure it's ready for the weekend. So it was a rough couple of days, but, um, you know, I'm sure they, they didn't want this to happen either. So um, overall, I'm, I'm really happy to be back and I am enjoying it a lot. Um, yeah, definitely. There's a lot yeah. going on here. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling largely the same way. Um, and uh, I think one of the things you, you you touched on there was sort of about the maps. Um, and, and it sounds really silly because it, it's really funny because like I'm seeing a lot of parallels here to um, 
like if you go on uh, the Overwatch subreddit, you know, whatever, any of the dedicated uh, communities, uh, Overwatch communities, you'll see a lot of anger. Hmm. And it's almost the exact same thing. I'm seeing one Halo Infinite launch, and I, I'm just starting to think, like, does this happen? Does this just happen with every like sequel? Like now, is that is this just the thing that you know? There's like the hardcore followers who are on the spaces, you know, the community spaces, and then all of the cha- any change that comes afterwards is like highly, highly, highly scrutinized. Um, yeah. And it, and you know, let, just to be frank, like I don't think all of the changes in Overwatch Two here are. Um, you know, they're not all positive, and I don't think that they're, you know, there, there is definitely some fair and valid criticism, but there's some things where there's just a lot of unnecessary complaining or, or people complaining about preference, and that I don't think is kind of exclusive to that hardcore bubble, mm-hmm. which, you know, isn't, isn't reflective of maybe everyone else. And, and because, it, because it's in that kind of tight, you know, that small space, it just goes round and round, and they all feed each other and get really, really angry about shit. Um, yeah. And so what, what what I was coming back around, what, what I was where I was going with that was that um I, we were talking about the map variation and it sounds really silly, but it's like it's nice to have a lot of different the uh oh, like variations of the same map. Yeah. There's daytime, there's nighttime, there's snowy of the same map, right? Sounds silly, but it's it's nice. Sometimes you load in, you're like, Oh, I haven't seen this in ages. Um yeah. just an or a, I haven't seen a, this before. Just I always struggle with this word, just an aesthetic difference makes it along it, it goes a long way like genuinely like um yeah. even if the map doesn't play different it's just nice to see something different and just play on something different yeah i i, I completely agree because there was that um is it junker town is it junker town i can't remember one of the payload pushes you know where you start the attacking team starts and there's like the crashed like train and it's all and then you go uphill and it's like a canyon. I mean, that's Route Route sixty six. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah. Route yeah. Like that playing that map at nighttime was cool. Like I genuinely enjoyed that. Like playing that at nighttime yeah. rather than day. It was it was unique. It was quite cool. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. So so the, yeah, it's just things like that. And but point being is like we're like oh that's cool, but everyone in like these dedicated communities are, are like oh it's such a low effort waste of resource to make very like just make new maps. It's like well I mean like. It's not the same thing, is it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it took much like dev resource for them to do this, and it's a nice little change, you know. Like, I, 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 I don't think it's it's harsh to say like, oh, instead of making that map dark or adding some snow to this map, just make a new map. It's like, well, no, they they don't compare. Like that took so like so much less dev time, but it still goes. It's still appreciated, and it's still. It's still something different, and I'm sure they're working on new maps. You know, just because they did that, it doesn't mean they didn't have enough time to make a new map. Like that's not what's going on here. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, it's just talk. Just I mean, uh, I've seen comments of people just like, oh, "I hate Battle Pass. Where are my loot boxes?" And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, "Are right. you serious? <laughs> like what? No, what know. is happening right now? The Battle Pass <laughs> is actually kind of great in in, in Overwatch too. I think there's some really nice skins in there, um, some really nice like voice lines, all that sort of stuff. I, you know, little card ribbons and everything like that. Throwback to like Modern Warfare Two, having like an emblem and banner. I like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just there. It's a nice Battle Pass. Um, and the skin at the end, I mean, I don't think anyone's complaining about that. That skin is fucking fire. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, 
and to think that we're going to get those at the end of every battle pass like every two to three months is kind of crazy um and uh i can't remember where i was going to go with this oh yeah the only negative is no premium currency for the battle pass that is a little bit lame um but yeah that's about it yeah and i guess that kind of because i've got a list of uh sort of points i want to kind of cover with the game um yeah let's do it segment particularly as we're just jumping about yeah and and what you're talking about is kind of it's kind of the free-to-play argument right and again like going over to the overwatch like subreddit you'll see a lot of complaining about things which are just inherently free to play um and and, you know some of them i like i do agree with like i I guess i guess some people this is what you get when you go to hardcore communities it's people that play that game and that game only and then are very uh like isolated to the rest of the industry and then are shocked when their game goes to you know free to play and has kind of the pros and cons of that system why yeah. price is so high oh like why do am i progressing through the battle pass so slowly you know all of that like normal shit that people complain about when games go free to play mm-hmm. um i will agree that prices are too high and this is a free to play issue um you know like some of those skins are 20 pound or you know just under whatever 18 pound for us 20 dollars and some of the skins aren't even like legend like you think about the base game legendary skins they're like overall changes like you know they have different weapons like that some of them are not that like the jungle queen one is just like a green recolor yeah um and you know it comes with like some additional stuff like a spray and emo voice line whatever okay fine nice touches but 20 it's it's just too much Um, and i get again i know this is a data-driven decision that you've decided you will make the most money because you'll get you know like three purchases of twenty dollars results that's more money for you than 20 purchases of uh you know like just two and a half dollars yeah yeah Yeah. i did the math sorry i got it somebody do it (laughs) um so that that, you know i I understand that but i I think there is something to be said about it being it's like when you're trying to bargain with someone and you you know you offer a price that's too high or you lowball too much. Like, like, yes, you're technically not doing any harm, but it's just a bit irritating. It's a bit insulting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so to go to the shop and see prices that high, it's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. like, you know, it, 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 I, I can understand that agitation. Um, I think, you know, for the most part, battle pass seems fine. Progress seems fine. You know, there's challenges there, but you also level up with just XP great good stuff none of that halo infinite shit where it's just challenges good yeah, it's fun yeah. um so but and yeah then, overall i agree battle pass is looking good yeah and, and there are ideas there like your your weekly challenges to earn coins and stuff like that but it's just it's just not enough That's right. um it's just too slow um I, I understand your game is free i i do get that like trust me but like it's like i i can't remember what we calculate at like how many weeks you'd need to play and complete eight, all these eight months <laughs> is eight months to get one legendary skin of of weekly challenges and it's just like yeah. come on like that's that's insane that's like yeah that's fucking stupid like that is way too much a weekly retention we're talking every single day someone is logging in and playing your game and completing challenges for eight months straight to get one skin <clears throat> like yo there's retention and then there's yeah there's retention like jesus taking the piss (laughs) yeah exactly 
Like you could no. double it and it would still be four months to get a legendary skin. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's so it's, <laughs> like... it's so slow. Um but yeah, I mean, so like the ideas are there, they just need tweaking, which happens for so many free-to-play games. Um, Halo Infinite went through the same thing, and they eventually adjusted the store. I think Overwatch 2 will probably do the same thing. I'm sure I'm sure Blizzard will will adjust these prices and give us more premium currency for our challenges and that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, it is, it's a, it is a fine line, and I, I do understand it's quite hard to do this sort of stuff, but... Um, Definitely with the weekly challenges, they are way off. Like I don't know, I don't know how someone thought that would be okay. Um, crunching the numbers. Yeah, yeah, and I guess that's kind of um, that's kind of like what what <clears throat> like my angle on a lot on a lot of this because a lot when, when you like it's a really common sentiment that when free to play and, and like let's not pretend that other free to play games don't have this problem as well like apex and fortnite arguably two of the biggest free to play games out there right now mm-hmm. um other than maybe Overwatch, you know i'm interested to see what numbers overwatch has done actually but those two games have the exact same problem valorant you know is known for being particularly egregious as well high price skins maybe fortnite's like maybe a little bit lower because it's literally like a metaverse by itself at the moment <laughs> you know so it could afford to be a bit lower whatever yeah. you know it does include um coins as part of its system you know typically people look to fortnite as kind of the best implementation as the free to play model at the moment yeah um but what you know the, so the set when this happens the sentiment is always oh you know if everything was lower i would buy more you know you see these comments and they're always upvoted um you know oh, this shouldn't be 20 pound it should be two pound and then like i would buy loads <laughs> yeah and i just think it's very interesting because it's like you wouldn't though would you like like you look at you look you go to the halo infinite store now mm. a lot of stuff is dirt cheap you know like the lego skins the lego bundles are still maybe like 1200 credits or 1000 credits you know a tenner ten dollars whatever pretty like yeah. good good value. you can get like a single piece of armor for 100 credits if you really wanted to mm-hmm. for the stuff that's in the score and, and like i got I've, i found myself like thinking about this like i wonder if all the all of those people who said that they would buy stuff if they was dirt cheap if they actually are now because yeah. i bet they're not like i just think you know, I, I've watched a couple of like TED talks in this, um, so I'm by no, no means an expert. But like, I think it fits into my understanding of of like consumer psychology. Of like, there are just people who have a wall up and will just never buy stuff. There are just some people who who just I would just have that wall up, and they're like, if it's free, I'm not ever going to spend money ever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously not a problem. But I think those are the people who are most likely to be vocal on on the internet and be like, oh, I would definitely buy loads of you know if stuff was dirt 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 cheap yeah. um, and then that time comes around and they're still like i'm still never going to buy anything like you know i'm not going to give you i i want value it's not about me but giving you money mm. um so and, and like it comes back to the whole thing of like the monetization and the economist like experts in these companies who are making charging these prices know what they're doing and like you know we can argue about the the ethics and the morality of that all we want but it's it's more of the point of you're not going to buy more when it's cheaper they know yeah. that. They've seen the data. <laughs> they yeah. know that. And it's obviously not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, however, and this comes back to my original point, it's more of like, it feels like a seller is kind of spitting in your face by giving you a really high price. Yeah, It's just bad yeah. PR. It's bad optics. Like, you probably will lose money if you put credit in your battle pass and you make those prices lower. But man, it makes the shopper much more pleasant experience to browse. Mm-hmm. Like, so... 
yeah, just kind of wanted to get that off my chest because I, I, I'm, I'm a bit tired. I, like, I don't believe people when they say, if things were so cheap, I'd buy loads. Like, I don't believe you. Like, you might buy one or two things, but overall, that's not that's not cost effective for the company. So, in which yeah. case, why are we having the conversation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for for sure. Yeah, no, I actually agree with that. Um, and and I don't think Overwatch is particularly like bad like like we said like i would put it in the same sort of range as like apex in, in terms of its pricing strategy yeah. and stuff like that it's not that far off so i'm not out here steaming mad um you know i was actually kind of tempted with the kiriko bundle I'm not gonna lie okay with a really really fucking cute emo and a great skin um <laughs> yep. but you know so it's not it's it it's it's not ridiculous and it definitely hasn't got me upset um at the game um you know but i mean the sort of pricing aside server issues aside and everything like that how do you feel uh i mean i guess you played a little bit of the beta as well but you still enjoying the the 5v5 change how did you how look, look at that it's right next to my notes god that? that's amazing <laughs> we're so good how at did you now. know we're so insane yeah nice um Five and five. Yeah, I, I get so this is another thing. A lot of people very controversial. Um there's a lot of vocal minority being really obnoxious about this. Um I think the five v five is is the right change for the game. Um mm-hmm. and I don't even have a single shred of doubt about it. Um uh, you know, I say this is someone who's been playing shooters really all my life. I know when a game is too chaotic, and every now and then six v six was a bit too chaotic. Yeah. Um it was always really good, but there were it had its moments where you just couldn't tell. It was too hard for someone to really keep track of um yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna tie some psychology into this as well right <laughs> go for it man working memory you know what that is working memory well no let me explain to you we've Please. got long-term memory you've heard of that haven't you you know long-term oh, yeah, memory know short-term memory, memory. yeah yeah you've heard I've of that got. as well short-term memory then you've got working memory. Working memory is usually like a subsection of short-term memory. It depends whose model you're looking at. Some people think it's an entirely different thing. Working memory is your ability to hold something in your head at, at once. And there's a really good exercise you can do online where um, you click on, the, you go on the thing and you click it and there's loads of green balls on the screen, right? And they bounce around the screen. And slowly but surely, they start to turn blue. Okay, there's one blue in a sea of green balls. Oh, now there's two in a sea of green balls and it keeps going it keeps going and past the point of about three or four balls it becomes too difficult to track so it'll ask you at the end how many blue balls were there and you'll get it wrong past the point of like four or five unless you're very very talented some sort of savant you start to like estimate do you after a given you can't yeah because you you start trying to do different things you start trying to like maybe sit back and just try and keep them in your periphery because at two or three you can like you you know you can zip between them with your eyes um and there's a word for that that i'm blanking on but um yeah point being typically we can only hold four three to four items in our head at a time anyway with working memory and that's kind of i i understand it's probably the basis for this sort of change when you're moving you can have a rough idea in your head you know if you're if you're not a scrub like all the all my teammates seem to be all my randos (laughs) not you not you (laughs) um you can hold three to four things in your head, you know, where, where your team is. And that's kind of, I think, one part of why this change has been made. The other part is, of course, to kind of pull the tanks back. And along with along with the reworks, um, I think it's feeling really good. What about you? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I think it works really well with the changes they've made to all the characters, um, like with the removal of CC and stuff like that, because I think that's why CC was so heavy in Overwatch, because it was so chaotic with the 6v6 sometimes. You just needed CC to slow things down and sort of guarantee a pick or something like that. Um, you know, you just needed that. Otherwise, everything was way too slippery, way too, like, impossible to understand what's going on. So I think with the changes they made, they both sort of gel together quite nicely. Um, uh, yeah, the removal of CC in the 5v5. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely a lot less of a... Um, everyone just sits at a choke, fires abilities at each other until five ults pop off at once and everything just goes to shit and there's either and there's just one winner you know that's what overwatch one was a lot of the time especially if you played it in relatively competitive uh levels it just became that um and then everyone just ulted and it was just like let's just see who comes out on top ah we did cool so we get we get point a um you know, so it's definitely a lot less of that. It's um, and I think that makes it better. It, I think Overwatch Two, at least the first meta before any more characters happen, will be a very dive-heavy meta. I think, um, because with the missing sick player, I think tanks and characters like Genji and stuff like that have a lot more potential of just jumping on someone and not being peeled away, um, quite as easily as they were in Overwatch uh, One. So I think we'll see a very heavy dive meta um, set into place. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's a great change overall. I'm having a lot more fun with it. So, um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think it has butchered some characters in some regards. Like, I think Cassidy is substantially dead. worse. <laughs> he is fucking dreadful. Like, I don't know whose kind of idea it was for like a grenade um but i just don't think it works i think it would have been cooler if he just did something like light like a light cc like he throws like he's got like a fucking this is gonna sound stupid but he's got like (laughs) a like a jar of dirt or sand and he just fucking throws it yeah all right let's go Yeah, yeah, yeah and then and it slows down the person in front of him. It applies like a slow, so then he has a better chance to headshot that Genji or that Tracer. Mm. But like, I just think the grenade is kind of a nothing ability. Uh, grenade's weird. Honest. It's also it's, it's just it's out. It's just out of theme for him as well. Do you know what I mean? A sticky grenade. Yeah, like what? And it looks so high tech <laughs> when you throw it. It's like this yeah. dude's a fucking cowboy. He's a cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, we're like profit uh, in sync today. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> we're on it yeah so yeah that that's what i would do um for some of them so it has butchered like cassidy and there was another one that came to my head as well um who it kind of butchered can't remember who it was but uh yeah it just doesn't make sense because like Junkrat still has traps well, why yeah. does Junkrat get traps and cassie <laughs> gets fucking his flash bomb removed and his and his uh he gets a shitty grenade like I don't know. It's yeah. just not consistent they, the whole way. Um, I think they've really had to make so they've clearly had to make some really hard decisions around what characters will and won't get to keep CC. Like like even May can't freeze. Like she she can slow, which is obviously like soft CC. Um, yeah, but she can only freeze with her ult. Mm-hmm. So like that's obviously and she's a she's the frost character. So like so clearly some hard decisions had to be made. Junkrat presumably got to keep his chap 
uh, trap because you know because he's got it's a really mobile move i guess yeah, he doesn't have much mobility. I know he can blow himself around, but generally he's a pretty slow guy. And I think um, it's just because his gun like isn't hit scan. Got peg leg. Like I think that's what. Uh, like, yeah. it can be just a bit RNG whether or not you hit him. Sometimes you're just spamming. So to be able to guarantee a hit or two if someone falls in a trap, plus the trap you can only throw like like a fucking centimeter in front of you. You really can't throw it far at all. It's the same with Cassidy's flashbang. Don't get me wrong, but um. You could just ding someone in the head afterwards. It was a little bit more oppressive than John Kratz trap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, th- I think some characters, they could just give some soft CC. I don't think there's any reason to just remove it just entirely. It's just like nobody has CC anymore. Like with, that they've done with some people. It's just like you can, you can give them soft CC. Just don't make it as potent as it was before. Like, you know. Mm. I, I I think there's some other stuff they could do with characters like McCree. Um, I, I am happy with the decision for them to just cr- really pull back on CC and, and really think about, you know, if they are going to put it in, just do it very, very carefully or reserve it for tanks, which is mostly yeah. what they've done, barring some exceptions. You know, I think that's the right move here. And then you can tell because these team fights feel very smooth now, um, yeah. in my in my opinion. Um, you know, they're, they're very manageable. Um like we had like man we had this um team fight and this is the, the great thing about even though it is an overwatch 1.2 <laughs> you know it's a, it's a semi-sequel or whatever yeah. it's been enough to like kind of it's come out at a good time and it's been enough to get some people into it who maybe didn't get into overwatch one and like we mm. had some friends you know i was playing with them last night and all of them having a great time having, yeah. a, having a great time um which they you know weren't before um or you know hadn't really tried it enough or hadn't you know so we're like, and we had some one of these team fights on um is it yeah, Hollywood? Is it called Hollywood? The one where you go through the the fake town. The set. Yeah, that's Hollywood. Fake town, yeah. yeah. And the little bit in the um in the in the western town, you know that bit yeah. after just the first push. Yeah. We had this like death ball stand, like battle of attrition against this other team. They had like a Reinhardt, I think I was Sigma, and we were just like like, you know, it was like a seven minute battle with like They'd lose one, we'd lose one, they'd lose one, we'd lose. And it went on for so long. And at one point I was like, this is like the most intense fight I've had all night. Yeah. And and everyone was like, like, this is awesome. It's just like silence (laughs) apart from like, Trace is dead or like, Anna's dead. You know, apart from that, everyone's just sweating. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, And I I think, you know, um, yeah, that, that's kind of where the, the magic of Overwatch really comes out. You know, when you've got these teams and you have these bigger team fights with just like a little bit of strategy, good call-out communication. Um, and, you know, we got to the end of it and it was it was like a hard-fought game. Um, and everyone was like, I love that. That was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, this is like, this welcome to Overwatch, man. Like this is, um, this is kind of what the game does supremely well. Yeah. Um, and to, yeah. I think, yeah, like, like to, you know, to tie it together, this 5v5 has... Um, really emphasize that i feel it brings out the best parts of it by minimizing the cc and increasing the team sizes just a little bit uh to emphasize team play essentially i think it also emphasizes like an individual play as well like i i I think it does benefit both because i feel like a pick is so much more important now so if your dps just gets like a sneaky pick or something like that i feel like it means more in this 5v5 setting than it does a 6v6 um so i feel like there's more potential to sort of solo frag or potentially carry a game if you're if you're cracked or something like that i think 
um, as well as emphasizing team play. I, I, I do think it kind of does the best of both worlds um, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to quickly say um, hi to uh, Joaquin in the chat. Hope you're doing well. Um, mm. <clears throat> we're, we're, we're in our Overwatch 2 era. We're in our arc right now. Yeah. So you'll just have to bear with us while we finish this off if, you, if you're not interested in yeah. this conversation. Um, but we do have some Xbox stories um, to come uh, to come by in a bit. Um, cool. So I, I suppose the, ne- the next thing I wanted to touch on with the game was... Um, Kind of how you are feeling with the. Are you, I mean, you said at the beginning at the top, like um, that if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it. But like, do you feel that? Like, how how does this feel for you, given that it is such a small upgrade or you know medium upgrade, whatever? Like, how are you feeling about that? Um, I think it's done enough for the fact that it went free to play. Um, I would have been a little bit iffy on this if they were charging money for it, even at a reduced cost, like £30 or something like that. I might have just been like a bit like, uh, I don't know, I'm paying 30 quid for a little bit of an upgrade, a few new characters, that sort of thing. I probably still would have done it because I love Overwatch. Um, but I do think they've kind of... Um, I think they've kind of done enough to mercy revived the game so to speak <laughs> um big yeah um and i think it was i think it was a good decision to just slap a two on it make it free to play um and yeah just just make some pretty meaningful changes that um that go a long way like the change to 5v5 and just the new characters and the the reducer cc and stuff like that because i think a lot of people just found that sort of stuff quite annoying um in in overwatch um yeah um very cc heavy and stuff like that so um so yeah no i i think it's um i think it's good i like it i guess i guess maybe like the hook here is the fact that they really um adopted the uh the seasonal model quite heavily here haven't they mm-hmm. because one of the things i definitely criticized about the first overwatch is how much time like how long those seasons were well they didn't really have seasons did they They had events and then a hero would come out every now and then yeah um but that was kind of before the age of free to play and and you know they they've not only committed to a free to play model they've committed to a very fast free to play model it's like yeah. you know, two months isn't it or something i don't think like it's two days. months i don't think it's two months consistently i think between i think the first two battle passes two months apart but then i think they're settling into a three month similar to apex um i don't think Mm -hmm. it's two months across the board um but just yeah so we got this battle pass and then i think in like december we've got another battle pass um and then i think it starts to move to like three months i think the next battle pass is until like feb or something like that um Mm-hmm. and um and yeah i'm not sure on the sort of time frames they will be releasing heroes you know that's that's just battle pass time frames and maybe like a map or something like that but um you know i imagine heroes will probably be slower than that um you know maybe every three months maybe they do like apex and they give you one and sometimes they miss a season and then they give you another one you know that sort of thing you know that sort of three to six month um <laughs> but if it's anything you know like the way um apex's model is i'm happy because i think that that that's enough content to keep me there and hooked for that time period and then i'm like oh new battle pass oh new mythic skin yo this mythic skins for orissa that's hype and the potential yeah. 
with these skins. The bar they set with this Genji skin is ridiculous. And I'm buying every battle pass. I'm grinding every battle pass. And if it comes out for my demo, <laughs> like customizable skins like this, and they just look so good. If it wasn't customizable, it's still fantastic. But the fact that you can change elements on it um, and just like, and quite a lot as well. Like it's not like stupidly customizable, but you know they might push the boat out more later and like just give you like an RGB yeah. like color selector, and it's just like you can just pick, you can just literally be quite unique with this. Um, I think that's so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> these sort of games live or die based on their kind of seasonal cadence and their content. And um, Overwatch has historically always been pretty good at like getting events out. Their events have always been pretty good. You know, they come with a mm-hmm. sometimes it comes with a PVE component. Um, usually they, you know, they'll have like themed loot boxes that you could buy, um, and maybe an opportunity to get some free loot boxes along the way. So I imagine they'll do something similar, like a free track, yeah. um, and then you know the stuff in the store you can buy if you if you want to, and hopefully they've made some price adjustments by then. Yeah. Um, and then of course, yeah, coming up to the next season, uh, which they said on the roadmap, you know, there's there's a new hero coming in whenever it is november december december i think they said oh really uh, for the next season there's a new tank a new tank for then so that would indicate to me that they are looking to do it seasonally but um i I, I doubt they could keep that up um like i don't know because there's there's a lot of thought that goes into these heroes um so we'll see but yes it's sounding good so far and overall it is good to be back um and you know i guess like rounding out what what I have to say um, about kind of the the Overwatch one and the Overwatch two similarities and you know is it a sequel or not? Well, it's like it's, to, to me, like it's quite clearly not a sequel. Like I like I you know it, it, it doesn't feel like a sequel. It's had like you know there have been all of these gameplay changes. There has been like a nice uh, facelift, like a graphical facelift. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of feel about it like you know on a bigger scale, in the same way I felt about Xbox um, keeping the same UI between generations. Um, there is it, it like it undermines like the initial oomph and excitement maybe a little bit but overall it's something i appreciate in the long term and like when my accounts properly merged and all of my skins came in that's like a lovely feeling and like because i'm so like you know my muscle memory and my gamer brain is kicking back in like i'm swapping between heroes like it's second nature again and i like that feels kind of nice it's like slipping on an old glove do you know what i mean like so Mm -hmm. to one hand it's like there's less like oomph and excitement because it's not like totally new but there is a new game mode there are new maps i am able to but at the same time uh, you know i am able to like use all my new old skins and old cosmetics i am able to like you know use my previous knowledge to you know yeah reuse the character so it, it it still feels nice you know it remains to be seen I, i'm really hoping it sticks um you know like we said with the seasonal model just looks and sounds good um but yeah feeling feeling really good about it right now i still think it's it's fantastic it's, it's still a fantastic game and yeah. <laughs> it's hard hard to deny that deny blizzard that yeah yeah exactly it's still overwatch it still feels great um and um and yeah, one thing I might say as well is with the new characters, it's not only playing them, it's how they also interact with all the other characters' kits as well, um, which I feel yeah. adds a lot of game time and a lot of play value as well. Um, so even when you're just not playing them yourself, you know, you're not playing Junker Queen, but you're playing against a Junker Queen, you know, this all is new, you know, and how, how she interacts and how you play around her and stuff like that. So um, 
yeah yeah for sure man um i do like it like i feel like if they just did like an overwatch 2 new engine new this but it's just like only some of the characters were in you know we've got some new ones we've got some old ones they kind of play different and look different the roster's around like 15 this is overwatch 2 i think i'd i think i'd be more happy with what i've got now um because i'd have to just refer i just it's just like yeah like you said it's like slipping on an old glove it's quite nice you could just settle back into it um as well as enjoying new things that come with it um which don't seem so jarring um so yeah i i, I think i agree with you actually which is weird to say very weird to say because i've never had this sort of feeling with a game before I feel like Overwatch 2 is the first experience I've had of something like this, like a big update that's technically like a sequel sort of thing. Um, so yeah, it's very weird to say that, but yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think like the inverse of this was like Destiny 2, right? Um, yeah, yeah, where like, they were like, Yeah, all your stuff's gone. <laughs> it's like, right, uh, yeah. that was like, you know, it was obviously exciting on one hand, but a bummer on the other hand, you know, and I think. Yeah, it's a thing. In the long run, I think this is probably the right play. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how other games handle this. As I, you know, as we move into this free-to-play model, how other games manage this um, yeah. with with sequels. Um, you know, is there going to be a Destiny three, or are they just you know like how's that going to work? I, I wouldn't surprise mm. me to see them do something similar to release a Destiny three at some point, but really it just be a big update to the same Destiny two client. Um, I think they'll do that so. for Destiny two. I think because Destiny two is just such an ecosystem now. There's just so much in that right. game. I just think to just be like, all right, put that on the shelf. This is Destiny three. I think a lot of people will be like, half my life was spent on Destiny two. I yeah, want to keep yeah. my shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah. where the blockchain comes in, mate. There yeah. we go. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Might be a bit of block gonna get robbed. Technology. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Overwatch. Um, mm. Yeah, having a good time. We'll report back next week. Um, I imagine. So uh, yeah, I'd recommend it. I think. I think if you're particularly a player who has maybe played it a little bit in the past, you're, if you're a returning player, essentially, I think this really, really will work for you. I think that's like kind of the big takeaway here. Yeah. Uh, being returning players who haven't played since twenty like nineteen or something, twenty maybe eighteen. Um, yeah, it's been a couple of years, definitely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, that's Overwatch Two. Um, so, uh, moving on to some of the other honourable mentions um, for the rest of this week. Chivalry 2 got announced out of nowhere, didn't it, Tim? Oh, coming to Game Pass tomorrow. It, it literally came out in the only week in the entire year that a, that a game has come out that all our friends, like us and all our friends, have been interested in. Overwatch, obviously. Hmm. Um, which is just, like, hilarious, like... I mean, it's not, it's not like I would have become a Chivalry 2 main, but I would have definitely had some some time Might have been for a bit this. Of fun. But yeah. It, yeah. And it's just so funny given the state of everything. You know, we keep joking every week that next year is, you know, there's going to be 365 games, one for each day. It's um, a joke, dude. It's stats. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah, it's just facts, yeah. And then this year you know the the only week that a new game comes out that all of us can play another game comes out that we can all play and, and one of them is just gonna get like when we're never gonna touch over right now so no, yeah. you know, it's just funny yeah um there has been a smaller xbox fridge 
That's no. still going. That's still a gag. You might have thought that's it's just a gag. That it's the mini mini. No, this is a business. Yeah, they, yeah. They made just made a smaller one. Um, I think it can hold eight cans instead of twelve, if I remember correctly. I can't remember the exact tweet. Um, are these things? I'm surprised these... you haven't got one of these. Yeah, I was about to say, do these things? Uh, do they distribute to the UK, or is it like an America only thing? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I reckon they're. So a lot of this stuff to tends on to the, be um... American only. America only. You might be able to find them on the Xbox uh, shop, you know, the, the 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 gear shop, whatever it's called. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd be quite interested in something like this. Yeah, for sure. Just have a little 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 milk there, plug in a kettle, done, mate. There was somebody. Uh, where where did I see it? Somebody had like made an edit of like a an Xbox Series X shaped espresso machine. <laughs> I was no, like, that's cool. Uh, I'd buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy that shit. You know, it's literally just got a hole out the bottom and then like two little cups underneath and a pour filter. It's great. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely something I I I buy. I've bought mini fridges in the past for sure. My problem with them is they tend to be quite loud um, mini fridges. So I don't know. I'd have to read up the reviews and see what this is like. If it's anything like the Series X, you know, ain't making any noise. You know, silent as anything. <laughs> yeah. But That's right. um, yep. yeah, when I bought mini fridges in the past, they're just really annoyingly loud and I don't want to turn them off at night and then everything go warm again mm. and then turn it back on in the morning. Um, but yeah. Do you not wear earplugs? No, I don't wear earplugs. No. Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> because there's no like <laughs> intrusive noises happening around me for me to wear earplugs. I don't need it. If I had someone that snored right next to me, or if I was on a loud street, then maybe, but I'm not currently. Bobby, you could have a mini fridge and just wear earplugs. I don't think it's worth it. No? Earplugs are kind of weird, man. They've always like I've 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 had to use them in the past, and they don't really uh, they don't really cooperate with my ear holes. Could get some good ones, man. Yeah, well, this just sounds like an expense for both a fridge and good earplugs now. So <laughs> I'm good. That's okay. You. Well, what's the problem? You have cold milk and good sleep. I don't see the problem. <laughs> all right, it's a compromise. Not no. Make a quiet mini fridge. Oh, yeah. That's all you need to do. I'm like I'm like Frankenstein when I sleep now. I've I've got like I've got, I get like earplugs in. I've got a face mask. Yeah, I literally do. I, I wish I could do. I wish I could just like tranquilize myself so I don't feel movement either. Jesus, it keeps dude. me up. Yeah, what's wrong with I, you? I really wish I could because I, mean, I sleep great. Like it's when I when I can't feel, see, or hear anything, I sleep great. <laughs> when I'm dead, I sleep fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they call it the big sleep for the for a reason. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit annoying that my partner yeah, has to um, defibrillate me every morning, but I get a great <laughs> night's sleep. <laughs> Yeah, I feel so good when I come back to life. <laughs> the doctors say it's knocking years off my life. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree. But that first gasp of air when you wake up from there, it's yeah. so clean. Wow. It's fantastic. What a rush. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I've got, uh, for our last bit of, uh, for, for our last honorable mention uh, this week, it, it's kind. Of, this is kind of a semi, 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 really minor, teeny, teeny, tiny, weeny death loop spoiler. Yeah, teeny, teeny, really tiny, teeny, weeny. It, the, the official Bethesda and Deathloop account posted about it on their Twitter, so it's it's not re- you know it's not really a spoiler. 
Uh, and the game doesn't really like explicitly indicate this to you. So I'm just giving you the opportunity to mute or to click away if you don't want to hear anything about this. I can see Tim's very far away from his microphone, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> I'm through his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the what the and, and okay. Yes. Okay. So what so what the confirmation here was that the, the Bethesda account and the Deathloop account all, and the Dishonored account all tweeted out and said, yes, it's true. The Deathloop and Dishonored games take place in the same universe. And I'm, I'm not going to speak oh. any more about the ending of Deathloop or do any more spoilers. That, that isn't, like I said, it's not really a spoiler. Um, there's like some very, very secret clues in the game that indicate that this is the case. It's not really part of the main story or anything. It, it's No, it's, it's categorically not. Um, but I, I couldn't not speak about this because I think this is really cool. All the way through the game, I was like, there, like, I could see this. And I think more than anything, an arcane verse would be very cool. Like, it would be cool. I, I like, because when I finished the game, obviously, I went online, have a look at some, you know, story breakdowns, you know, law breakdowns, things like that. And there's, there's, there's a belief, there's a school of thought that, that prey could be in this universe as well. And I was like, wow. It's too much for me, Dad. We're going. We're going places. Redfall, same universe. You know what I mean? I think this is great. Nah. <laughs> that's magic, vampires and aliens all in the same setting. Beck, that's but it, that's a concussion. That's fine. That creates only chaos. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, because... So, you know, concoction. That was weird. Mm, concoction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, because they can pretty much get away with anything. Because the, the whole thing with Dishonored is that it's you know, the void. The outsiders from the void. Uh, and the void is just like this mysterious other dimension that has like a little bit of sentience to it yeah, uh, and grants people powers every now and then. And the void kind of 
explain can explain anything really yeah. so I, I yeah I, I just wanted to like that's that's very there, there's like a really small bit of connective tissue at the end of the game uh you'll know what i'm talking about if you know i won't spoil it but okay. um again nothing explicit um but like if you know you know um, i probably wouldn't make the connection anyway considering i haven't really played or completed the dishonored so no, but like, I think there's there's something at the end that you would have raised an eyebrow at, um, for sure. And if I pointed it out to you, you'd probably be like, "Oh yeah." Um, but I guess while I'm on there's the topic, Corvo in it, I, I Corvo in the game. The guy. Nah, Corvo's not. Nah, Corvo's not the game. Yeah. <laughs> he just pops out and he's like, "Hello." Yeah, assassinates you. It's not really subtle, is it? Um, <laughs> it's Corvo. No. <laughs> Hello, I'm from, yeah. from the Dishonored universe. <laughs> yeah, these universes yeah. are linked. It's leaves. <laughs> Yeah, clicks away like off screen. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I finished Deathloop the other week. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick update on that. Um, I'm 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 formally giving it a, a deck review QRP score of eight point nine. Whoa, yes, it's a very what, high score. What, what's up with that one point away from the nine, dude? It's not cool. Uh, it's a very it's a very provocative score, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you say eight point nine, I was like. It's a weird score. Why is it not a nine? And you might remember if you if you listened last week that I said I thought Deathloop for, for me was somewhere between a nine and a ten. So I've actually put it like a little bit just beneath that. And the reason for that is because I didn't think it came came together particularly well. Um, it, it, I don't. I, I'm again. I'm gonna stay away from spoilers, but I don't think particularly the mystery ever resolves. Um, it, it has an end point, I, I guess. Um, uh, we, and, and the way the story led up to it was cool, but it just never kind of the game just does not care to explain to you what is happening. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. I thought that was a bit disappointing. And like I, I you know, I, I I talked about a few grievances with it last week, so I'm not going to go over it again. Overall, I still think it's really, really fantastic. All the voice work and the micro stories between like learning about the characters, you know, about Wenji and Igor, etc., and their relationships was all really interesting uh, but the macro story why it just never came together i don't think really oh, okay. um and there are still some scenes in the game that i'm confused about uh, although the game did get an extended ending um with the the update uh which it's like you know it was an interesting ending for sure um yeah. but it, it just didn't it, like it didn't explain much else. So anyway, yeah. Um, Arcane Multiverse, that's rad. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll see Corvo in Redfall. <laughs> and uh, and Colt. Let's go. <laughs> and Colt in, uh, in Redfall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name in Prey. What's his name? Uh, yeah, I can't remember either. M- Morgan. 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 Morgana. Morgan. I can't remember. Yeah, something like that. Alex Morgan. Nope. But it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. you're close. You got right. Morgan. Oh yeah? It's a uh it's it's a very small last name. And obviously it's I guess it's kind of like Asian. You play like an Asian guy, don't you? Right. Which is why I I don't so want it's to Morgan. Guess. <laughs> it's morgan all right morgan you why you is it a why yeah why i knew it was a why i was gonna i i 
it wasn't worth me taking the guess. It just wasn't. Wouldn't have been a good look. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, well, yeah, I was just about to. All right. Yeah. Move on. I'm just feel like yeah, exactly. <laughs> Restraint. Um, okay, right. Okay, first big story of this week. It's on the title of the video. It's part of the thumbnail, and I really had to think carefully about this because I don't. Uh, I like being a podcast where we just talk about what we're doing and gaming in general. And like I said, you know, we happen to play on Xbox, so we tend to slant in that direction. I don't like 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 focusing on like console war shit and like you know, like what other platforms are doing, unless it's like a big deal. Yeah. And I think this is one of those cases because it, it became like a big industry talking point. Um, and what I'm of course talking about is, uh, is some file leaks or, you know, I think it was, it's was. it been leaked, so it hasn't been officially confirmed, that Horizon Zero Dawn is getting a remake. And this is following on from criticism of The Last of Us Part 1 remake, you know, a couple of weeks back, um, because that game already got a remake for the PS4, and then it got an uplift for like you know, PS4 and PS5, and then they remade it again. Mm. Horizon Zero Dawn's only a five-year-old game. Game out in 2017. Uh, It's had a big uplift for PS4 and PS5 already. The sequel just came out and had a big uplift as well. Yeah. So I I guess I I wanted to have this conversation with you around, like, is there any, like, is this a problem? You know, if we try and flip the script here, uh, I guess a game that came out in the similar time range i think gears of war 5 was maybe 2019 so let's just say gears of war 4 where when was that like 2015 so it's a bit further back but like a remake of gears of war 4 i don't feel like i need that and so so the things to think about here is like does it matter if we don't need it like is there an audience and like you know does there need to be outrage over this like i i guess yeah what what do you uh i mean personally I think it is a bit fatiguing. I think it's a bit it's a bit much to just do so much with this um so early in its life cycle sort of thing. I mean we joke about like Skyrim doing it and stuff like that. Skyrim's been out a hell of a lot longer. Um which is fair enough, but like I mean this is on track to take over Skyrim if it carries on at the pace it is right now. Um in terms of additions and stuff like that. Um yeah, it, it can just be a little bit too much. Um, but then I I also do think there is there's always a market for this, uh, even if it's not for me and I personally don't like it. I mean, just look how successful the The Last of Us remake was. I mean, critically, very well received, and uh, it sold very well as far as I'm aware. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't know if we have numbers on it, but I don't uh, know. yeah, as far as I'm aware, you know, I'm kind of guesstimating, but I'm sure it did. Um, you know, there are people that will always want to come back and revisit this. Um, again, it, it, it depends on the quality of, of, of the, of the remake as well. Um, but you go back and play horizon. It's still a fantastic game. It plays fantastic. It looks beautiful. It's not outdated. So do you really need to, to do this? You know, do you really need to give it this treatment? Um, I would say no. Um, but you know, I do argue some games do could use this treatment. Like I think the Dead Space remake is really cool, and I'm kind of looking forward to that. Dead Space is a lot older though, um, and it kind of was just like it's out, it's done. 
like a long time later there's a remake you know it's 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 kind of different um so mm-hmm. yeah that's basically my take mm-hmm. on it um i think there is a market but i don't personally think it's needed yeah it, yeah it's a bit it's a bit of a funny one because uh, like a lot of the, in- the conversations around this have been really interesting you know some people are like oh you know why are they doing this you know what a waste of resources and then other people say oh well the, you know there are going to be people interested in remake so it's not a waste of resources so then you kind of mm-hmm. get onto this kind of sliding scale of like <clears throat> what uh like what should PlayStation be investing to based on what is profitable? Like, oh, a remake is going to be for someone, but it's not very profitable. Oh, but, you know, whereas that, you know, this team could be helped speeding up the next Horizon or, you know, whatever it is, or the new IP that they're going to be making over at Guerrilla. Um, and that might be very profitable. So it, it's a bit of a funny one. I guess <clears throat> it reminds me of the, the conversation we had with that Overwatch earlier um, with the store. It's just, I think it's kind of a bad look. Uh, more than anything else, like, you know, I don't doubt that the guys over at PlayStation and Sony have looked to done the market research and been like, well, look how many first time sales of PS5s there are, you know, as it first, people are coming into the PlayStation ecosystem for the first time now. If like, if the game gets even two mil sales, we've made a profit because it's going to be such a low cost mm-hmm. remake. I was not saying it's going to be low effort, but like, I, I imagine these things are quite low cost. Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I think it's also a bad look that because the PlayStation Five has started to, and I know it's like throwing stones from glass houses thing, but the PlayStation Five has started to has like have quite a slow cadence of game releases, other than God of War coming up. Um, it's a bad look for like loads of remakes and director's cuts. Like, let's not forget that the, like Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima director's mm-hmm. cut, Death Standing director's cut, mm-hmm. you know, Last of Us remake, you know, like. I got a short. There's going to be a give it another year or two. There's going to be a God of War 2018 remake, like for sure. I don't doubt yeah, it for a second. Yeah, yeah. And it it just starts to become a bit of a bad look when you're releasing your games and then re- immediately remaking them. Because I think so at some point it's going to start to affect else. consumer confidence. It's just like it's it's it, they're right. kind of just desperate and just kind of cash. You know, using all these as a bit of a cash cow rather than like testing the waters or trying something different. Um, it it just doesn't. <sighs> Yeah, like, I, like, I'm, like we said this a few weeks back about like the whole thing with how PlayStation are approaching their PS Plus service. Um, like it doesn't really feel like they're trying to add value to that. Like it's still good. Like it is still good, but it like it like like I, like making all of these. This it'd be such an easy win to make these remakes and then bang it into your, your subscription service. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But like yeah. if you're if you're remaking these games so fast and not even adding them. Like, are you expecting people to buy it once, like pay for your service for five years, and then buy it a second time for, again for full? Like, bear in yeah. mind, these are full price. There's an argument to be 70 made. Seventy quid game, yeah. That the, the, these maybe should not be full price as well. Like that's like the existence. Like if they had made these games and were giving them away for free, I'm sure people would be complaining very little. Yeah, you know, people still might be like, "Oh, it's a waste of resources," but overall, like, you know, you can't complain about free shit. Yeah. So on that side of sliding scale, like, you know, I think you know a lower price would help the optics here, or, or get it, you know, add value to your fucking service. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because I find really it annoying because yeah, it, I find it annoying because it, it's it's like really cultivating like a uh, a vocal minority 
on like uh, you know social media that are like, oh, you know, first party games just shouldn't be in like shouldn't be in subscription services. They shouldn't be day and date games. It's like, why are you acting against your own interests? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Hmm. So yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think I think you've made a really good point. Where something like this, if you are gonna do this, um, put it in your subscription. Um, I, I I completely agree. I think that's actually kind of a win-win for them. Um, but then we don't know the numbers that go behind making these remakes. You know, maybe maybe it's a higher cost than we think. Um, you know, especially if it's a drastic one, sort of how like the Last of Us remake was. You know, it's a, it's quite a large graphical overhaul and a completely new engine and stuff like that. Who knows? But I do think it would be a massive win um for them in terms of just like the public eye and just consumer value um which i say it a lot i just don't think sony are for um um, i might get absolutely just molotov for that and burned at the stake but they just (laughs) (laughs) molotov they they just seem kind of anti-consumer and a lot of the stuff they do they they just I, i i see them weirdly as the smaller company to xbox and stuff like that i very much see their products as far more premium like their software and and their products as as xbox um and i think that's just Mm. because they they just they don't relent like all the time they're just like yeah we're doing this but it's 70 quid like it will always be 70 pounds like and it just it gives this uh, yeah I, i don't know man at least that's the way i say it you know molotov's welcome you know i'll take them (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll be wearing a, you know a heat shield for the rest of the day but no like i think it's like i because i think this is i've seen a number of companies try to do like try to wiggle their way into like a premium branding and like we've said it multiple times on the shows but you know the last the whole last generation for playstation has been fantastic yeah like yeah. the quality of their the, the quality of their games um that's not up for debate uh but like there is something to be said about leaning into that so heavily and charging more money and char- you know providing less value value is subjective obviously you know if you want to tell me that you know the 15 hour game is such a good experience that it's worth paying 70 quid for 70 dollars for over and over again I-, I guess that's fine but you've got to understand that that's an unpopular opinion yes. um, most people you know it's like, it's like nintendo nintendo did the same sort of thing where they just yeah. don't relent on the prices of their first party games like i have friends who have switches and you know well like, have you played have you played breath of the wild or have you played you know mario odyssey and they're like no because it's full price yeah. like the casual gamers see that price tag <laughs> and oh. they won't invest <laughs> i totally would have bought mario odyssey if it was on sale but i i'm not i'm not dropping 65 70 quid in my game no. and it will never ever drop so um yeah, no, so this is you know so when we're talking about value like yes that can be your take and that's fine but if you like it like you know it's, it's going back to this conversation about remakes and like how profit on this scale how profitable is it for sony you know if you're actually interested in the uh you know in the company's profit margins which you know if you are why but um like this is something you should be worried about 
You should be concerned that this is only providing value for you and no one else, because that means there's very little coming out of it. And that money has to be, that money hole has to be filled in some other way. And, you know, clearly, I think this is the angle they're taking. Just make a game, give it four or five years, remake. And just, you know, because they can indefinitely do this. Last of Us remake has been, yes, that's the second one. Game's been released three times. Yeah. (laughs) And I, like, I know Skyrim is the same. Fine. But I I mean, Like that gets lots of criticism as well, <laughs> you know. So, mm. um, it's something we need to keep an eye on. You know, so it's, there's no point getting hyper outraged about this sort of stuff. People will buy it and people will find good value out of it. And this is if it's even true. Might not even be true. You know? Might be a mobile game. Horizon Zero Dawn coming to mobile. Who knows? Um, that could be worse. That might be worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be worse actually. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I just thought it was interesting because uh, like I started having the same thought, like, oh, what if Xbox started doing this? But I would be like quite confident that if Xbox started doing this, it would go into Game Pass. So it just doesn't fit mm. their model. It doesn't make sense for them to start investing in remakes when they have such a good, as well, like they have such a good smart delivery system, backwards compatibility, you know, uprisings, frame rate boost, you know, all of this. They, they don't mm. need to invest it because they've done a lot of future proofing for it so yeah agreed agreed and we all know we all know the uh the hell you went through to uh try and get your spider-man copy or whatever it was working yeah. on your ps5 fucking sucks dude still good <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't play miles like I was... on my ps5 i had to buy the subscription <laughs> service see that or seven like a rubik's yeah fantastic okay um very quickly uh there's a new dynamic background available on the xbox dashboard uh it's a fallout it's a fallout boy in his uh, his armor suit um with his little headlight glowing looks nice um Mm. i'm excited to see more and more of these come uh but of course can't see it because the dashboard ui covers it up (laughs) yeah that is a shame yeah it looks really cool i think i might put this on when i get back nice little change yes pretty sure um i'm glad i'm glad to see they're still updating this i wish that we were getting more uh you know i'm getting them with more frequency and, and with third party games as well it'd be nice to have like an overwatch one right now do you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah. it's all first buy stuff it's like wasteland fallout um yeah for sure but yeah hope, hopefully that dashboard rework that they're doing you know they get enough feedback to really make that work because that mock-up that they did was not it chief <laughs> yeah it wasn't fantastic was it yeah okay right we're gonna knock out the abk stuff right now tim oh, we're gonna get oh, it done God. okay <laughs> yeah all right uh so microsoft made a website outlining the benefits of the activision blizzard king deal uh they, they actually made a website and they were like <laughs> It's just like, it was quite funny. It's like kids going to their parents with like a PowerPoint and like, why yeah. I should get an Xbox. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> why you should let me sleep over at my friends today. Yeah, that's right. Um, and you can really summarize it with this nice little graphic that they made. Um, it, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it's separated into three columns. Benefits for the players, benefits for game creators, and benefits for the gaming industry. Um, we've covered these points extensively and we don't need to cover them anymore. Um, but I do want to ask you who you think this is for, this website. 
I think this is website, it for us. <laughs> it's for Jim the Rope Job Ryan. Yeah, it better be. No, it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's just. It's just a way to just kind of dumb it down and and just bullet point and just yeah for 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 the general consumer and um and anyone else looking into the the deal as well and you know these decisions are regulators as well right yeah yeah exactly um you know they're still going to dive deeper but it's just at, at, at a glance you know they can they can see this sort of stuff and know that you know, Microsoft and Xbox are not going to be particularly malicious with the deal either. And they're not going to just be like, ha ha, Codzars now. Five yeah. billion yeah. to have it on your console, please. <laughs> well, I mean, we laugh, but like, let's not forget that PlayStation has a cross-play tax. Oh, Remember yeah. That? That's yeah. up there. I, I can overlook a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm a patient guy. I'm a tolerant guy. That's pretty toxic. Crossplay tax? Come on. Yeah. Come the fuck on. How's that, that, that abusing fucking like market share? Like abusing market power to like fleece developers? Like Jesus. Yeah, it's not cool. Because like th- th- there has been this ongoing conversation this week, you know, especially with this happening and the second part of this new story is that Brazil, like we said earlier, have, have been the second uh, country, the second regulate regulated body to approve the deal, um, there's been a conversation around, you know, d- d- will this mean that Xbox get enough content uh, to expend- to essentially be able to exploit the industry? You know, will they have so much leverage now that they can get deals so easily? Mm. And that's a fair question. There's a reason regulators are looking into this, right? It is a bit, let's not forget, it's like the biggest deal in Microsoft history, not just Xbox biggest acquisition in microsoft history yeah um and i think that like a really interesting parallel that came to mind and i know this is what what aboutism uh but i, I think it's it's an interesting parallel nonetheless is that the, the, how rampant sony have been running with jrpgs uh and japan in general has been arguably anti-competitive right mm. they they were so aggressive in the early xbox one gen that had like particularly big ramifications in Japan because Japan was never that invested in Xbox anyway, that they just started getting exclusives by default. Devs stopped making games for Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Like they had so much leverage in that territory that it became just pointless for them to make games for other platforms Mm -hmm. to me. Like, I mean, maybe someone can correct like that, that feels anti-competitive. And it just, it, it, I guess that there's a bit of a hypocritical feeling that all of a sudden regular, and I know this is on a bigger scale, but for regulators to now be like, oh, what if Xbox, you know, gets like market share <laughs> and gets the benefits of that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess if I don't particularly care, like if this deal doesn't go through, I'm not, I, you know, it's not a big deal. I obviously want value for my purchase and my subscription. And yeah. that Mainly through 67, products. well, that would be lovely. Yeah. But like that 67 billion isn't going anywhere. That's still going to go towards acquisitions. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's yeah. budget for acquisitions. Um, so they're still going to provide that value anyway. Um, but so, you know, if, 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 if if this deal does get blocked, I really hope that the thing that we get out of it is more regulation in the gaming industry. I've I've been saying this for 
ages and ages and ages that I think, mm-hmm. whether it's loot boxes, monetization, exclu- like aggressive exclusivity, like timed exclusivity, I don't understand how that's legal. Right. Timed content exclusivity. We're going to make you pay the same price for less of a game for one year, two year, three years. Like, what? How is that a thing? <laughs> like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. In, in, like, in any other form of distribution, maybe it's just a digital no but in any other form of like purchase that would be ludicrous like buying a meal and getting your getting your pork chop three years later when it's moldy oh you technically got it it's like yeah paid the same price it's fucked Mm -hmm. so anyway i hope that you know if if, if this stuff is going to get looked into really heavily then at least do it fully fucking go all in get a strike force that can go in and is actually knowledgeable on this stuff to really look into like how this stuff can be regulated because some of this is really silly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would be perfectly happy for that to be the, uh, you know, the byproduct of the Activision Blizzard deal getting blocked. Yeah. More regulation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think even with it being blocked, I think um, I think it's still going to benefit the consumer in some way in, in those things we just said with the fact that it's just going to provide hopefully more more regulations moving forward um but yeah yeah it's um it's safe to say i don't i don't think i you know we've said it a million times i don't think it's it should be blocked but you know which we'll have to wait and see but yeah yeah and uh the, the final part of the story i suppose really um is on the back of um of brazil's approval of the deal they mm. kind of bodied sony in the process yeah, did <laughs> proper so. yeah 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 um but which i don't know what like I, I don't know if this is like a genuine comment or just because like brazil oh maybe i'm getting confused actually i was about to say brazil is a very xbox dominated uh territory but i think that's actually mexico what? i think it is mexico okay ignore that part um so what they said let me just find the part uh Okay, so bear with me. So, quote, furthermore, it's important to highlight that the central objective of CADE's activities, CADE being the Brazil regulatory body, sorry, I don't know what it stands for, uh, is the protection of competition as a means of promoting the well-being of Brazilian consumers and not the defense of the particular interests of specific competitors. After all, one cannot lose sight of the fact that the holder of the of the legal assets protected by the law number one two five two nine slash two thousand eleven. I know that collect- one very well. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm familiar. Yeah, is the col- uh, is the collectivity and not the competitor slash economic agent as an individual entity. In this sense, although it's recognised that part of the users of PlayStation consoles from Sony could decide to migrate to Xbox in the event that Activision Blizzard games, and especially Call of Duty, become exclusive to the Microsoft ecosystem, Cade does not believe that such a possibility represents in itself a risk to competition in the console market as a whole. So really, it was... Sony trying to make out, like the whole competitive landscape is going to get fucked by this deal. And it's not yeah. like they might lose some consumers in the process, but like, yeah, it, this is what competition looks like. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not competition. If you're not, if people, own, if both sides only benefit, you know, there's going to be some, 
there's going to be some negative to one side in in competition. It's like a team. You you go and play against a team, a cricket matches. Someone's got to come out as a loser, but it doesn't. You know, it's just competition. It's not. It's not the be all end all. It's not. Yeah. It's you not come like back stronger we, for the next match. Yeah, exactly. It's not like we win that cricket game and then we just get to line everyone up and shoot them in the head. You know, that's just it. They're just <laughs> yeah, done. It. They're, they're dead. You know, it's just like they, yeah. they get to play another game and come back stronger. Um, yeah, and I I completely yeah. agree. I don't think it's the be all end all. I think Sony are just making a meal of it, making it sound worse than it is it's just going to completely well yeah yeah. like like, totally you know and like we've said before this is you know we fully expect that this is exactly what shareholders are saying get out there and plead the victim like Mm -hmm. you need to to like do what you can to get as many concessions as you can or to block the deal you know whatever it is and obviously call of duty remains massive you know no doubt there no need to go around in circles on that but um it's been highlighted to me recently you know especially i (sighs) Like, the FPS market is very vibrant right now. Look at what Nintendo did. Nintendo didn't even have Call of Duty. Do you know what they do have? Splatoon 3. That's been a success. They made a competitor. It's not for me. Oh, there's a bunch of little squids running around firing ink everywhere. That's stupid for me. It's popular. I mean, it's kind of cute, I suppose. Quite colourful, yeah. It's quite cool. You can dive in the ground, and you can swim around the ground, and then you can pop back out. You want to go play... Shoot people. You want to go play Splatoon? Show by Splatoon? Shall we bunk off Overwatch, go buy Splatoon 3? Yeah. No, I was just thinking we could just cut the podcast (laughs) now as well. Oh, yeah, maybe, actually. Good night. Um, Yeah. So, point being, Nintendo have been reactive to the lack of shooters on their console and made, uh, probably not first pie, but, you know, made an exclusive IP in Splatoon that's finally hit stride. It's always been pretty good, but it's hit stride in this third one. Um, and Sony can do that, especially if they're going to go around making, you know, triple remakes, touting that they're the premium product, you know, make the premium products and the best games around. Then make a bloody shooter. I'm sure mm. The Last of Us uh, factions, they'll they will try and market that as their big shooter, big competitor, mm. and they've got like 12 games as a service coming, which is you know <laughs> very unpopular to a lot of the crowd over there. But like, that's why. They need to be better. They need to be better prepared for the possibility of these deals, even like the marketing deals going to other platforms. So, yeah, yeah, that's sure. the ABK part. Done. Bring back Killzone. Bring back Killzone. Make exactly. a good Killzone. Did you ever play that? Is that any good? Uh, I played. I think I played Killzone three. I think it was okay. Their, their single player elements are always quite fun, like gadgety, cool, futuristic, but. Yeah, I've never been a fan of the the multiplayer elements. Um, yeah, yeah. I never, I never, don't really know much about them to be honest. I uh, just wanted to say hi to Arvin in the chat. Hello, hope we're all doing well. We're at that part of the video, by the way, where if you've been watching, watching post show, give us a like button. Don't give us a like button. Hit the like button. <laughs> Maybe consider subscribing. Go follow us on Twitter. Links are in the description. Tim, your I've got your Twitter in the description now. Yo, why? You can't escape. You're part my of this. So tweet. I don't tweet. <laughs> You're part of this. I'm going to get everyone to go and harass you to make some tweets. Not cool. You need followers to be able to do yeah. that. Active followers. Be funny. Shots fired. Be the funny man who... Fuck you, man. <laughs> I um, 
uh, what was I, what was I going? Hey, like the video, <laughs> subscribe. <laughs> um, uh, we do this obviously uh, every every Sunday, so we'd love to see you every week. And oh, we'll be live on. Uh, we'll be live. We'll be on um, all your favorite podcasting services afterwards, so you can find us there, Spotify included. Um, thank you, thank you. Nice. Looks like he's already done it. Cheers, nice. Arvin. Look at that. That is reactive. Yeah, That's a true a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give it up. Give it up. Round of applause. Um. Okay, Tim. Starfield. I'm. I'm. You know, Joe. What? I miss the days of us talking about Starfield every single week. Yeah. No way. Did Those they were simpler another, times. Those another pixel simpler times that we can zoom in on. And is it another <laughs> comparison to No Man's Sky? Where is it? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um. No, Tim. Uh, in fact, what has happened is that the Steam database has been updated, right? The Steam database for Starfield has been updated uh, with a new date, presumably a placeholder, and the date is December 29th, 2023. I'm sorry, what? Can't believe Starfield's been delayed. December 2023? It's probably, it's probably a placeholder. There's no <laughs> way it's been delayed that fucking long. <laughs> It's probably a placeholder. <laughs> if it's if it's coming out in fucking December next year, he's still going. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Who's still going? I'm am I am I muted? <laughs> okay. No, I know it's a placeholder, but it's a scary one. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> so confused. Uh, uh, no, I mean I, d- I doubt it. I mean I guess like I don't think it's off the cards. To be honest, I fold if it's on those. There's cards. so many games next year anyway. That it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Like we're getting a Redfall in, in March, probably. There was actually like a, a kind of semi leak about Redfall coming out like mid March okay. from some boy. I can't remember who it was. I did see it though. It's right. quite credible. Probably should have put that in the show notes, shouldn't I? Really, but I didn't. So uh, you we mentioned are. it. So. So well, what I think this really means is that um, if there's movement on the back end for release dates for Starfield and maybe Star, uh, Redfall as well, um, we might be getting an announcement to uh, the Game Awards, anyone? It's coming up December. Xbox like to have a presence there. You think it's going to get a release maybe. date announcement at the, pardon me, at the Game Awards? I think I might do. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it could we, we spoke about the we spoke about the possibility of them having like an XO 22 show, you know, they haven't done an XO show in a while, but you know, doesn't seem like that's happening. Like they, I think we would have found out by now. Um, and they've had a long running tradition of having Hellblade two show up at these shows. You know, last year we saw some of the gameplay, which yeah. looks you know, great. Like real life. It looks better than real life. Yeah. Uh, um, it's like the, the, the 4k filter uh, in real life. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe they show that or maybe they just leave that this year and save that for E3 um, because I, I think most most of us are expecting that that game comes out in 23 uh, and maybe yeah they just follow up on the Bethesda delays yeah Starfield Redfall uh, here's another little trailer and release date get Todd on stage along with uh, Phil Hines the yeah. community boy he got a promotion recently go you I could see that Pete Hines, not Phil. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, maybe we see. Uh, like if if like so, I've got a question for you. If, if 
uh, Redfall is March. When, when would be a good time for Starfield to release for you? Like what site? That is a good question. Would you like more time? Or like, because I'm assuming Starfield's going to be after Redfall. That's just kind yeah. of yeah. Yeah, assumption I'm uh, at least I'd like at least a couple months, at least if uh, yeah, at least a couple months between the two. Um, so maybe like you sort of maybe like July, like late late June, July or something like that would be quite nice. Um, you know, like I, I I'm gonna enjoy Redfall, but realistically, I'm not gonna play it for uh, five months. Um. Yes. So, like, yeah, just like a just like a few months would be a nice time gap for me um, to to move on to another game. Um, so, yeah, I just think, yeah, it just December seems a bit far. Hopefully, hopefully that is just a loose placeholder. Um, yeah, like you said, it's not off the cards, but I'd like it to be earlier, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting little thing because, it, like, uh, I. Arvin has said here in the chat that, that he thinks uh, the Game Awards had 80 million viewers, right? It's a big yeah. crowd. Like It's not a small show anymore. That's a big show, a lot of eyes. So it, it's almost pointless for them to have an EXO 22 anymore when they just have a good you know, working relationship with Jeff Keighley for the mm-hmm. Game Awards. So, And Starfield being as big as it is, I think that game's starting to gain traction after the gameplay you know, shown last year. Oh, you know, this is the new Bethesda Game Studios game. Like, so I was speaking to friends who maybe don't game so much, and a lot of people don't are still a bit like aren't sure what the game is. You know, like, is it like, is the same people of Skyrim? You've heard of Skyrim? Oh, yeah, I've heard of Skyrim. Well, it's the same devs. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So I think when the game gets into its full marketing cycle, that's really going to kick in, and maybe that starts with the Game Awards. Um, yeah, because I, I guess. The the contingency there is that they wait until uh, E3, right? And show it off with like an immediate release because they, it has to be within 12 months of the last show. Otherwise, they broke the promise that you know everything would be releasing in 12 months. True, true. Yeah. I think we'll probably... E3 like shadow three. drop. Oh, God. No, you're not going to shadow drop it. Yeah. <laughs> E3 shadow drop Starfall, yeah. I think it's yeah. more likely we'll they're going to do Game Awards. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. Maybe both. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, um, excited to hear more about Starfield. Um, I, I do miss talking about it every single week. Uh, so it's a real shame there haven't been any more leaks. So I can drive Tim. You know. Oh no, I like I like talking about Starfield. It's just when we did it for <laughs> around 17 weeks, it just it started to grind <laughs> on. Me. That's all. I'm very, I'm really but looking forward to the game. Yeah, there's only so much we can look yeah. at a fucking rock on the moon. Or was it a wall? Uh, yeah. It was like a wall, wasn't yeah, a wall, it? Like a yeah. bit of UI. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, that's all we had for like Space Man. three months. Yeah. Yeah. And now we have so, an actual gameplay trailer with ship, ship customization, shoot, shooty. Terrible shooting mechanics, Good. awful frame rates. Yeah, and, awful, yeah. bad graphics, bad yeah. AI. All the above, man. Not real space. Todd Coward. Yeah. Am I right? Come on, Todd. I can't believe this game doesn't actually shoot me into space from my gamer chair. <laughs> that's right. Can what I not just sit on top of my it? Series X? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just have the vents yeah. float me up. Yeah, the vents <laughs> <on the> top <laughs> blast you up. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Arvin says in the chat, do you guys think we'll have a Starfield online? Um, there was like a really, oh, like whiffy, farty rumor about Zenimax yeah. online making a Starfield online. Um, but it was like totally unverified, had very little, you know, uh, corroboration. Uh, I, I'm... I, I'm tempted to say no. I, I, and I, I reckon, I reckon, if I'm Bethesda, I would have thought about it at some point. You know, maybe three years ago. But then they made Fallout seventy six, and they're probably like, hmm, yeah, maybe let's just, if we are going to do another online, let's really, really take it slow. Um, and because Zenimax Online in particular, you know, uh, who did. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online is not the same team that did 76, I don't think. I think they helped out with 76, but Bethesda Game Studios and Arcane both co-developed that together. Um, okay. So I reckon they're really, really probably just like, let's just, they, they need to win back goodwill here. So I reckon they're just going to double down on single player for now. And then maybe, like, maybe they dip their toes back into that in the future. Uh, Bethesda Game Studios, that is, Zenimax Online are obviously going to continue to do online games. Um, probably. Especially but it remains it's... to be seen what it is. Especially when it's not an established IP yet, right? I mean, Star Starfield could still not really float people's boat in terms of universe lore and all that sort of stuff. You know, Fallout had several games before 76 and they attempted that and they, they knew people already liked the formula and liked the world and liked all that sort of stuff. So... Um, no, I'm sure Starfield would be a banger, but it's just that added risk that Fallout 76 didn't have coming off the back of very popular Fallout games. So That's right. That's right. So, that's it for Starfield. Until next time. Whoop, whoop. Last story for the week. Um, Semi-related, I suppose. I mean, I, I just thought this was kind of interesting, especially in line with Xbox's strategy and what we've been speaking about. Um, there was a report from what was the company that did it news zoo never heard of this place in my life but apparently it's a reputable figure on uh you know uh, projections and profit margins and all of that um and it's reported on by a number of outlets game uh game industry.biz for example but the report said that cloud gaming uh, the cloud gaming market is on pace to generate 20 uh, sorry 2.4 billion in 2022 uh and 8.2 billion by 2025 this Jeez. is this is like for new technology i would say this is quite big and that number obviously isn't massive no. for like a whole industry like that that's not massive um it is big for a new technology and the growth is quite big, you know, to be quadrupling yeah. in the next three years. Yeah, that, that's the big. important number, I think, moving forward, because I think everyone is looking to adopt cloud more now. So I think that growth number is is the one you should be looking at more. But yeah. Why do you think that is? Why, why do you think that projection is such a, a multiplication over the next few years? Uh, because I just think everyone will just start... I mean, you're seeing it coming out of the woodworks from all sorts of companies making cloud handhelds or adopting more cloud technologies. Um, so I just think that that's going to continue to happen over the, the coming years, um, more so than, you know, just 
the competitors, the main competitors that are there now, which is basically just Microsoft and um, like Steam Deck now and stuff like that, right? Um, so that's why I think it's going to multiply so much, and I think the next years you'll probably see a higher multiplication um, of, of of revenue from it as well. So, yeah, yeah, and. Uh... <clears throat> supposedly you know we are going to be hearing about more and more cloud handhelds you know like you said um over the coming weeks and months uh with the razor one being announced you know like spoke about it last week yeah. um you know and if they can find the sweet spot on these things um i think i think they'll be successful mm-hmm. I, I don't think the current pricing that some of them are coming in at is good um you know some of them are like wi-fi only which has its own pros and cons and some of them you know have cellular data which is more expensive, but obviously has its own pros and cons. Um, I think there is definitely space for them. Uh, yeah. I, maybe they're a bit early in terms of the pricing and the component costs and everything right now, because I don't think anybody's buying a streaming only device for 300 quid. You know, it's just not happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Not, not, not right now. Not until it's a little bit more established and, and these things go through some of their prototypes, so to speak. Cause you know, as much as they're coming out with a finalized product, like this is the, the product or whatever it was called, the Logitech one and stuff like that. I kind yeah. of view them as prototypes. <laughs> the Logitech G Spot. Uh, G Spot, <laughs> yo. Um, <laughs> I I kind of see them as like prototypes a little bit in my eyes. And I'm like, I'm not buying this to the second, third iteration at least, sort of thing. Um, yeah. 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 I kind of feel the same way about the Steam Deck, you know, because um, that's, I don't know if you saw the... Uh, it's chunky. Uh, they're not taking reservations anymore. But it's like, they've caught up with the supply. Like, you can oh, sure okay. go and get one now. Oh, okay. Um, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And the and the dock is available to buy as well to, like, get it on your big screen. Um, yeah. And I was, like, really thinking about it, um, yeah, like, especially in the next few months. But I, I kind of also feel like it's the first version and, like, there are some, like, very valid criticisms out there about the first Steam Deck, you know, in terms of the battery and the the size and everything, yeah. I'm like, oh, maybe I should just wait for an iteration. But who knows I how would. long that will be? I would. Uh, these things tend to come out quicker than you think. Um, these these um, second and second iterations on the consoles. Um, you know, I think Steam Deck will have like a slimmer version or one with more memory or whatever. Um, I think that will probably happen in the next one to two years i would imagine maybe two years um it happens quicker than you think and you definitely don't need it now so yeah we'll have to wait and see i'm, I'm very i'm very excited about the future of, of portable gaming and like proper Same. like you know console gaming on a, on a in a portable format um but like i i said this on twitter as well um I, i'm really looking for like a deeper xbox integration in particular oh generally just console integration like like in an ideal world you know uh i can link my playstation account and my xbox account to the steam deck and then i can you know cross play between the steam deck and uh, potential playstation console mm. um with the games really i buy awesome. on steam because everyone's doing like cross buy now well, 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 actually that's not true but like i want cross buying cross save um and xbox as well like i want to use my Game Pass subscription and just play stuff for free on there natively, you know, um, carry on my progress over. Like, I once that integration is there, that 
becomes like a must buy for me <laughs> but the, the integration isn't quite there yet um from my from my understanding anyway um yeah i want to say hello to timmer in the chat you've joined us in our in our closing 10 minutes uh, but i hope you're doing well um <laughs> yeah. caught us right at the end yeah that that is that does make it for our our last our last news story tim um mm. i'm curious what your what your plans are for for either today or for the rest of the week uh for today well the rest of the rest of the week is today declan it's sunday um <laughs> what Oh, you're not one of those people who think Sunday is the start of the week, are you? No, no, no. Sunday's the end of the week. That's what I'm saying. For the rest of my week, oh, good until the end of today. Yeah, Monday is the start. Of the oh, week. right, okay. That's how you. I see it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I find it weird people who think Sunday is the beginning of a week. Yeah, that's, I, that's I think I think it's a, some of it's like a cultural thing. I think I think some of it might have to do with like a it might have to be the maybe religious background as well. Maybe it's Sunday's day of the day of the Lord and all of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I could see that, but it's kind of weird to me. Yeah, I've always just seen Mondays the start of the week, but yeah. Anyway, um, having said that, maybe that would be nice. Maybe it would be nice to frame. Maybe it would be nice to frame your weeks as having the first day off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a weird way of looking at it. I have to rewire my brain, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Sundays do get kind of depressing towards Very the cool. end, don't they? We all have that. That, that, that Sunday oh, evening, this... just ugh, and and everyone the sleeps. Sunday blues. Like, there's like a massive. There's like statistics on just like every adult like sleeps worse on like a Sunday evening, um, as uh, in comparison to like any other day of the week. Um, and I I know yeah. I do. It's the same yeah. thing of like mood. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, like mood mood dips on Sundays as well. Like people are at the, in the week, people are at their happiest on Fridays. <laughs> it's why, uh, it's why people like big companies drop bad news on Fridays <laughs> because it's you know, like, people will take it better. Uh, uh you know, it's, it's, it's known. Yeah. Bloody Makes Sunday sense. blues, mate. Um, but yeah, no, so the rest of my Sunday, I don't know. I'm probably going to go grab a coffee and go for a walk after this. Um, and, uh, yeah, probably just chill. I think we were gonna start. Um, I was gonna start playing Resident Evil Village again with my partner, um, because it's Spooktober. Nice. And she, and she kind of wants to play it. So, um, yeah, I'm probably gonna start that. Um, and that's probably it. I'll probably get home a re- relatively normal time, play some more Overwatch for a couple more hours, and then call it a Sunday. It still shocks me you don't have a coffee for the show. That's f- fucked. I had a tea this morning. You're messed up. Yeah, but yeah, but it's You're like messed up. Guy. So it's not having a coffee for the show, or it's having a coffee and then like an hour and a half later having another coffee. Like that's just too much coffee, dude. Like it's way too much coffee. Nah, you shouldn't have fine. that much caffeine. I should not be ingesting like 400 milligrams of caffeine in like three hours. That's not a thing. That's fine. It's not fine. It's fine. Your body will be fine. <laughs> You'll just pee it out. And not to mention, just get a decaf. Do you know what I mean? Have decaf for the shops. Yeah, I guess so. You could do. But anyway whatever i had a tea like a mocha bag i had a tea in a bowl of crave all right so okay 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 well i'm happy for you um 
Do you know what I watched? Because you mentioned it was, sorry, you mentioned it was October, Spooktober. Spooktober. I watched earlier this month, The Hills Have Eyes. People were talking about The Hills Have Eyes. It was shit. Yeah. What what are we talking about? (laughs) I don't understand. But back in the day, that that was kind of scary and kind of like, it, it was just, it's just gross, dude. It's like, it's like the Saw movies as well. They're just disgusting and they're not good, but they're just gross. They, it wasn't disgusting, and there was nothing. It was so bad. I don't understand. There was no, like I don't get it. Oh man, you should watch it. two and three. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> is there a third? Is, I don't know. I feel like there is a third. It was almost. I uh, we've been wanting I didn't to say about the beginning of the show. Uh, we've been wanting to watch the um uh, horror movie called The Village. I think it's a horror movie. The what? Say again. The village. There is a hills of eyes. Oh, three. No, there's not. As in M Night Shyamalan. I, is that is that it? Yeah. Uh, let me have a look. Two thousand. You haven't seen The Village. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I've never seen The Village. So with we're gonna with watch that. Joaquin Phoenix. Wow. No, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Watch that. Yeah. Is it a good one? That's his magnum opus. That is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's supposed one, to be I'd really say. good. Yeah. But I've never seen it. So actually, maybe I have. I don't know. I'm looking at it now. Maybe I have. I'd be really surprised if you hadn't. It was kind of a, especially as someone who watches like horror and thriller films every year. <laughs> like that would surprise me. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we we we're looking to do that. But yeah. And of course, you can play Scorn, like in two weeks' time. Yeah, Scorn is on my list for Spooktober. Yeah, definitely. Yep. That's uh, what is feel that's your... dropping into games pass, isn't it? Damn right, that game's gonna get 60s on Metacritic. <laughs> yeah, so is it already announced it's coming into games pass, or or is it gonna? Is it, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, it's been it's, been, it's sure. been known for a few years now. It's oh, okay, cool. game pass day one. Um, yeah, no, yeah, that'll definitely be on my list yeah. for Spooktober, yeah, for sure. Um, Although not really sure if it'll be spooky as much as just kind of vile, but I'll still give it a go. It just looks that's all right. That's in the that's in the same like part of this is the same part of the emotional wheel, isn't it? Is it not? I Scary, guess. gross. Yeah, I guess so. anything anything that makes you do that, anything that makes your face go, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> makes your face scrunch up and uh, squint. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what well, um, what, right. are you, what are your plans for the rest of Sunday, my dude? Uh, I need to sort some stuff out. I've got so much baby stuff in my house now, oh, so I need stuff. to get that sorted. Um, for next month, one five weeks. What five weeks? Yeah, it's five crazy weeks. how five how weeks quick that's come out. That's mental, dude. <laughs> for a little, for a little baby fox. Um, and then yeah, uh, hopefully I'll be uh, I'll play some more Overwatch uh, this afternoon. But yeah, I'll be it really. Um, do you know what? It's that time of year where the weather's like a little bit uh colder now, and it's like a little bit the air's crispy, and I and I really like it. I like crispy air, you know. Yeah. Crispy air is the best, dude. I was saying the best. Um, you you just talk about the 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 weather. You just like like crispy, fresh, cold air. 
I, I like it when it goes to like winter, yeah, and it's and it's like crispy air. It's yeah, like I, sunny, I like but like a little bit of frost, and it's like, and it's like a misty breath. Yeah, that's the best, dude. It's so refreshing. It's really nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well, um, I think we're all done here, guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Um, we uh, we always like having uh, people in the chat. Uh, so once again, uh, if you've been here, please consider giving us a like please consider subscribing uh we do this at half 12 um bst every week um i've got the conversions on our twitter account consider going over and following us um but uh we will hopefully see you next week everyone oh we didn't jingle did we we didn't jingle no we just ended up talking about a load of nonsense which would have been perfect jingle talk but it would have. It would have been perfect jingle talk. Oh, That's okay. We'll jingle next week. You got it at the beginning of the show. Yeah, you got it at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yeah. Take care. Have a big glass of water. Catch you later. See you later, everyone. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.